Hey, this is Ryan Chapman with the Fix Your Funnel interview series. And today I have more of an international flair with my special guest, Wael Badaway. Did I say it right? Yes, that's awesome. Okay, so Wael, you're, Wael's coming from all the way from Egypt. I was recently in Egypt. We were talking about that before we started recording. And uh, you went, you're originally from Egypt, right? Yeah, I'm originally from Egypt. I have been in Canada for about 23 years. Establishing few businesses, uh, end up in the last maybe six, seven years, uh, affiliated with uh, Infusionsoft and uh, digital marketing and different and different few things. By and providing, and you've you've taken all that back. You you continue to run your business, WinYourBrand.com, right? Is that correct? Yes, I started my career as a university professor, researcher over university professor, and then I did the business shift in 2008 by starting few companies and then flipping back to Middle East to Saudi and uh, Emirate Kuwait for businesses and then I went back to Canada but maybe 2012 and I started at the time in getting aggressively into the online marketing and the online space and we offer a few programs in how to build your own brand and how you build your own uh, funnels and you uh, i do have some books on uh, behavior and psychology of audience for engagement and the type of engagement and how you can characterize your audience set up your website social media interaction for sure with a funneling system or tracking system or whatever you call it, which is end up being Infusionsoft, or you can use ClickFunnel, or you can use HubSpot, you can use any of them. So we start. I start to have this behavior model, and then I had the opportunity to come back to academia, where I mix artificial intelligence with behavior psychology of the audience to create a very well customized content for real media, like for newspaper. Like we create articles very matching. We create advertisement very matching the behavior, emotional trigger of the audience. It's not, it's not the demographic of it. Like it's not the demography, it's not the interest. It's basically through few questions or few track or through tracking of their own profile, we can understand where they belong, what kind of verbiage they would like to listen to first. Well, so this is really interesting to me because, you know, I, I lived in Brazil for a couple of years. Most of my life was spent in the United States, but I visited other places around the world enough to know that there are differences in cultures and in terms of, you know, maybe some of the value systems of what people put as more important than other things. But then you also have different considerations in different cultures in terms of priorities, right? If you're in a really affluent culture, their priorities are slightly different than those that are maybe more concerned about getting food on the table every day, right? Yes, it's very true. However, we focus on the personalized um, articles or the personalized ad. Yeah, so, well, that's, that's what I'm getting at is what I'm curious to hear from you because you've been in all those scenarios. You've been in the Western, you've been in the Middle Eastern world, you've been in first world and third world countries. So you've, you've come from a place where you have a better perspective on what are the actual differences when you're trying to market and sell in these different cultures 
Is there a, a significant difference? How is this creating of content you were talking about? Maybe connect that to that discussion as well. But the big question I have, is there really a big difference in trying to do the type of marketing you're talking about in one area or another? Or is it all the fundamental same principles? That's what I'm really curious about. Okay, so the answer is yes and no. And before I, I explain what mean yes and no, I have to explain to you a few things first. Sure. I was exposed to a conflict resolution training back in 2012, 2013, where I start to learn about how people taking actions and how people can be triggered emotionally to get back to their, to their partner or to understand and just overcome their personal situation. So what happened at the time is I use this model and I start to evolve it. I start to get into Gallup engagement reports and so many of this interesting material. And then I developed a very simple model, which basically different phases to it. In one phase, we, we say people are interested in a specific type of information which is linked to a specific verbiage to give it a quick example you may be a relation impact person first then you may need to know more about the process information of how you do things the third trait for you will be how time urgency will affect your decision and maybe the last one for you will be what is the value credibility of what you want to know about or what you want to be offered or how i want to say it. so we start to link keywords and sentences into this four quadrant, and I name it BEAT, which is behavioral engagement emotional trigger. And we start to build knowledge around how it can you present in, from the stage. We work with people like Brian Lee and this very long, like 37 years salesman from the stages, and we start to bring concept from NLP, persuasion. We create something called mindless compliance, which is like a checklist of seven pieces inside any piece of communication. Let me just explain a few things here so your audience will not lose it. And then we start to bring a few other things like communication conduit, how people take this information. So we package this from Winnie Brand perspective as a training package for how you write content, how you can say it, how you can have coherent, cohesive messages around your new business. So, so, so on the, the yes side yes. of the equation, you're saying yes, all of yes, these right. things stay the true no matter who you're talking to. Yeah, so the answer is yes, because all of this model, no matter how complicated they are, or we were compared actually to desk and CVI and core value index, bank code, like in, in two years ago or a year ago in a big conference in Calgary, there was articles about how beat compared and because beat has the temporal emotion level, like you can change emotionally in a minute. So your priority would be changing it. So in essence, yes, everybody fits into this model. Everybody means 80% of your audience most likely 80% of the time will be in this space. Yeah, that it's, doesn't matter on what, culture, where they live in the world, they all seem as to follow far, the same model. As far as I applied the concept in Canada, US, parts of Europe, parts of Mexico, parts in Middle East, Arabic speaking, French speaking people, almost everybody, 80% you can say to be safe, to be honest and safe, are fitting within this framework yeah however the no will come from the following the no will come from the percentage of people following that because for example if you have quadrant to four you will be dominant 
you have a dominant requirement in two quadrant only, which means the sum of them will be more than 50% of the type of information you need. So what we found out is localization of this model will, will result into you have different priorities because the model will say, based on your emotion level right now, if you are happy or you are triggered negatively, like in rush, or you want to get pick up your kids, you don't have time, you feel stressed, you feel angry, you'll be in a negative mode. If you are happy content, you like it, you are in a, in a positive mode. If you set like a bomb on the front of the TV with a popcorn or, or having just a drink, you are in a neutral mode. What we were able to prove from live stage presentation and measuring the conversion rate, that the priorities will change through people. So what we did when I came here, we took these models, put them on, an on a machine learning artificial intelligence tool, and we start to go around and ask questions, and we found that you need to customize your percentage and your starting part. You still put all the four quadrant relevant information, but in which order? So people in the Middle East or people in areas which is, as you call it, religion-based fabric in a society, they yeah. are more yeah. into the personal relation impact kind of domain. Because if you have connection to yourself and you like yourself, you like your body, this is about 40%, according to our statistics, 40% kind of things in the US, Canada. Okay. They are about maybe 80 Two percent or something like that that's one or two will be within this category and that's why we justify that weight loss beauty uh, hair uh, dressing all this kind of personal taking care of yourself will sell very well however in these areas here it might be more than that it might be more more than 40 percent first try it might be more than 70 80 because everybody belong to the religion will have personal impact first. Every, each one who has this, the scarf, which is the veil, I'm not saying it's good or you need to change it. I'm not here sure. at all. What I'm saying is anybody having the veil or showing the simple of what they believe in it, they connect to the personal impact. And that's why you need to talk about what's the impact on people first. What was interesting when we apply this technology in Taiwan, Singapore, kind of when we did training overseas, we noticed that people from Japan are more into the process information. Like 80, 90% of them would like to know how it works. They don't like to care. They don't care about what is the impact on their life? How long will it take? Or what's the value of what you give them? Each one wants to know, teach it to me how it works. I will do it. Don't talk to me about value. So our model also demonstrates our model also demonstrates that different quadrants may have diversion. So they don't get into compatibility. And that's why people making different decisions when they are in a different mode. And I always say like, when you, have, when you are a couple and very happy, you go to the most expensive restaurant while you cannot afford it to enjoy the company. But the minute you start to get into frictional mode, you don't, you don't care about the process, but you want to maximize your value out of the other party and you want to have the breakup very quickly. So this changes in your priority comes from your emotion. And do, I'm apologize to your audience to speak about this in particular case. However, this is the most 
widely available case which each one of us experienced with their own life, with their friend life, with their neighbor life. So these are very vivid case people can relate to. If you don't mind, if, can I interrupt at this point and ask a question? Sure. Yeah, so the question I had that, that raised for me is, so when you're going into a new country area, how do you start evaluating what the priorities are in that, that culture so that you can know how you should start approaching it? Because obviously if I took the thing I'm selling in the United States successfully and tried to sell it in Japan with the same approach, you're, you're saying it probably wouldn't work out because I may be focusing on the value where they really care about the process. It will not give you the same results because this is what they really care about. And value in the process and this model are diverging. So what we were able to develop, it's a small mechanism where from three to seconds to 10 seconds, you can realize what is the linkages and then you can pick up the right verbiage or the right keyword to use. So what we did with that- your, your local articles in the newspaper and stuff? We use it in a three ways. One of them is we build chat bots first. So people will come and we ask them very simple question, two to three questions. We clarify them and then we associate them with a tuple. And this project is going with uh, an institute here called the Arab Academy for Science and Technology. With the Nile University, we, we have user, user accounts to the digital newspaper platforms and from the feedback on different articles we start to collect information about the commonly used word and we build for each one of these words an equivalent emotional tuples like 27 tuple and then we do matching using machine learning so we are doing a very very different science and the difficulties we have which most likely will be what's your will be your next question is I do have 3,000 word kind of dictionary for English, maybe 2,500 or my close maybe to 3,000 in French, few yeah. in Spanish. But we don't have anything for Arabic because we don't have a robust machine natural language processing techniques to extract the Arabic dialects, even the typing. So in English versions, I did from the scientific perspective, few words. And the way we reflect this on tools like Infusionsoft or ClickFunnel or whatever marketing yeah. is, you basically word every single piece into six different priorities or six different sequences. Like you use the same sentences. However, when you start, you start with more relevant sentence and then you keep drilling inside the six others. The six will come for a reason which might be very complicated to explain right now in a very short period sure. without a, but I can give you a very quick example like if you like if I can yeah, tell you of course we have this resort which is for the elite when you talk about values very easy to access in a very short time from the airport and you will enjoy with your kids because of or you will have a quality of life of life with your family these are four segments of a sentences which can be interleaved or you can put them in a different priorities based in the audience in front of you. So if I come to you and say a couple of keywords, you can relate them to who I am. And from that, you can match it to whatever segment and you start first with the proper segment. 
And this is how we can, we are able to build a personalized advertisement to a person, not to a model or to a kind of like representative or whatever. No, no, we talk about very personalized speak, speaking to your audience with their emotion. And all the tests we did here, it has a very reasonable success rate. We are, get, we are hopefully to get a couple of million Egyptian pounds, not dollars, which is very minor. Like you divide by like 12 or 16 for a US dollar. So it's not significant money for you guys over there, but there is a, here it's a significant amount of dollars to start to have a complete platform for newspaper to customize the newspaper article in this way. Fascinating. So when people start working with you, how do they normally get started? We usually do the same funneling techniques. We have like a 10 point kind of communication. So we start as like people like come from general to audience, to target audience, to lead, to prospect, to clients, to customers, to upselling customers, to referral customer, to retired customer. So usually I go around and give this, like we, we start with like exactly the same as you do. Like we give free reports or yeah. we give something to get their business card kind of thing, like email yeah. or phone. You have to understand that the culture here don't have too much emails. They have too much, what they call it, WhatsApp or yeah. WhatsApp based on who you talk to. So the environment here is not based on emails. Emails here are not, are not promptly accessible. They are common, but they are not promptly accessible because okay. the economy here, the carriers will provide you at very, very low cost as social media and WhatsApp packages. So if you go to standard emails, you'll pay more. They, they price your data based on what you're accessing. So if you're accessing email, it's gonna cost you more than social networks. Yes, social networks are free or they are like uh, one to 10 lower cost. Sure. So this is one of the biggest challenge if you wanna communicate with people here because their emails are not usually read in a prompt way. The right. second issues we've seen here is majority of them are using Yandex or Gmail or Hotmail. There's so many people here still having Hotmail. Yeah. And these kind of emails are usually blacklisted or spammed for any services. Moreover, the certificates from here are not trusted. And there's very little website. Actually, I don't believe there's a single website originated from these regions, which has an HTTPS uh, security protocol for security reasons that the security agencies here they don't like this kind of hiding information yeah, from them yeah. yes so you end up having a very interesting dynamics on how to approach people with the standard funnel with a landing page or a, a lead page or giving them a PLR report or whatever it is yeah because they don't have the means of delivering. And I don't think we, st we have right now any sockets which communicate right away with Messenger. They have IMO, IMO, which is, or IMO, which is a tool very common here. Viber is very common here. Yeah. WhatsApp is a dominant here. Sure. Uh, people don't even use text message like SMS. Yes, they charge a lot of money or you may be in the elite packages. Like I have a package where 
I cannot finish my SMS. However, this package is very expensive for the average customer. Yeah. So because where I am and I need this unlimited uh, kind of phone calls kind of things, I got the SMS for free. So coming to here and, and start to look at the dynamics of how you do business here, yeah. it's always word of mouth. It's always who you know to trust you, to introduce you. And once you are introduced, you are like a fire in a hay. Nobody can stop you. And this is what's happening to me right now. Like we start to, with one university speaking to their audience. Second one in a month or so, third one. Right now I have a lineup to sell them kind of behavior, emotion, kind of training along with like public speaking kind of approach. I have a lineup like six different sessions in the next month. Fascinating. So when you try to connect with people, it's always got to be person to person or are you able to use, so you sound like you were saying, if you go speak to an audience, you're actually exchanging a business card for some sort of packet of information. Yes, because you may also understand one thing here that the maximum speed is about 300 megabit per second. I remember trying to log into my bank to the website and it was almost impossible to do. Oh, uh, banking from here, you have to have, I have to remember that my, my mind is going now in a different language. You need to, to, have, to have a VBN outside from here. Because you yeah. cannot do with the local, like I do have also some diplomas in law. So we can talk about the jurisdiction and the laws here, which not, does not allow you to go far from what you can do in the US. So if you try to go to your bank from here, you must have a VBN from Germany or from Canada or from US. You cannot yeah. go with the standard information. As a matter of fact, if you try to make a phone call on WhatsApp, like a voice over IP kind of call, and you are under the 4G network, not the home Wi-Fi, the 4G network will not allow you. It will not allow you. However, I, I if you are- What this does for folks that are here in the United States and Canada makes them appreciate how many options they have to communicate with their, their prospects and customers and realize how spoiled they are. Because in many countries like Egypt, it's very difficult because you don't have a fraction of the options available to you that you do in the United States, right? Yes, I 100% agree. And it is not only Egypt. I had the same no. uh, scenarios in like Kuwait, in Emirates. Actually, in Emirates, they block so much because the government is controlling communication. Yeah. So all these voice over IDs are not there. All this. I see a lot in. in some of these other countries, like for example, Brazil, the cost of a text message is so high, it does like in Egypt drives everybody to WhatsApp. So you have these, depending on the region of the world that you're in, there's different messaging platforms that dominate all the communication, but yep. they're not open platforms. So it's not like you can really introduce them into your marketing automation in the same way that you could texting or calling in the United States. Yes. So. As a matter of fact, the users here on Facebook and the Twitter, like in Saudi and the Gulf area, Twitter is too high. In Egypt, Facebook is dominant. LinkedIn is next to null. Like when yeah. you there are so many people don't understand what's LinkedIn about, okay? But yeah. Facebook is very dominant. But the issue with Facebook is you cannot promptly remind them. Like you can get them to sign up, you can get them to download, put their phone numbers. Like everybody here is putting their cell phone number. And then you, you have somebody who call you from a calling center, which is reasonably lower price than what we can do in the US. Because 
$200 here a month will make somebody very happy, extremely happy, two to $300 a month. Right. So you can say this is a fraction of what I pay to a tool and I have somebody working for me 10 hours a day. However, the biggest challenge is how you can do the reminder because you remember, like you remind me and I was traveling from Cairo to Alexandria to stay with my mom for some time. And because yeah. you remind me, I get you back on Messenger. And then you told I told you what time I look at the time it changed. I told you, okay, for security or for accessibility, please share with me on Messenger, not on email. So we were able to communicate because we are trained and we use this for our business, but people here are not using this for their business. So you have difficult time to remind them. I, we used to get people to make phone calls to remind them that tomorrow there is an event in two hours yeah. and you still have five or less. What people. would you do? Would you use a Facebook messenger to remind somebody of a, an event? No, we use the live calling center. Oh, you, you would actually call them? I'm not. I will not. I will just hire a calling center of doing it. Yeah, yeah, of doing course. It. But what I mean is you, phone calls are the method that you use in Egypt to remind people. Yes, phone call and not the recorded voicemail. Like, you know, like we have in Canada, we have in the yeah. US or North America, the calling, calling. So you say, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm reminding you. No, no. Here you have a physical guy or a physical girl. Talk, talk to a person. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Yes. And so this, this discussion, I mean, honestly, the first part was extremely fascinating about how you're using your machine learning and your understanding of emotional triggers and all that to be able to develop an approach in a new market and know how to sell and, and communicate with people. This is also very interesting because I think there's a lot of opportunity in the world today to hit new markets. You know what I mean? To be able to go in and serve in these new markets that have been underserved in the past. But you have to be prepared yep. to learn what are the communication channels that work in that market? What is, you know, because like your example of the email, like every system out there for CRMs, almost all of them are email focused, right? But yep. if I'm gonna come into Egypt and I start saying, okay, I'm gonna do everything by email, I'm gonna lose it. I'm not gonna get anything. And so it's yep. really important to, is you, if you wanna go into these, new emerging markets and be able to sell to them. One, you've just told us that 80% of the time, what you would do is going to work wherever you go, so to speak, once you understand what the priority is, like, is it connection? Is it value? Is it process being three of the, the I guess, the several available, but also on top of that, if people understand, okay, once I get acclimated to what the communication channels are, now I can redesign my process to fit that area. Right? Yep. yep. And just to give you an example, like we are dealing in a university, a mature, like it's a private, it's not a private, like it's a national university, which basically you pay fees, but the university is owned, but like it's like a not-for-profit or NGO, mm -hmm. but is with a high fees. We talk about 50 to 1,000 to 70,000 a year. The government-based university are less than a thousand uh, unit of money. Okay. Like don't call it dollars, but unit of yeah, money. Yeah. However, these mature students, they will have the most recent Samsung. So iPhone here is a very prestigious phone and not very common, but it's, it, it does exist. But the commonality here, you have Android based and Samsung, Huawei, and this kind of platform are very popular. The students in the universities, they use stuff like Blackboard or Moodle. Moodle is very common here. And the Moodle communicate by email. So the students do not check their emails for their daily school, 
work. They basically have volunteers to translate the information to WhatsApp groups. So if you don't reach one of these people who are the hubs, you basically, they don't read. And when you come and say, okay, here is what the assignment was sent two, three days ago on email. They say, oh yeah, you know what? It does not work for me. I don't remember the password. Oh, I did not check it for the last week. So their practice here is not about emails at all. Yeah. And you'll be surprised you talk about CRM. One of the biggest businesses here is real estate investment and flipping contracts to buy on future of real estate. So you go, for example, put down payment like 10%, 5%, pay the installment after a couple of months or a couple of years, you'll have like hundreds of thousands more over and you sell the paper. The companies who are doing this work, they do the marketing over Facebook. And we, will be, we got engaged with them at a certain level. And you'll be surprised that their CRM is their Facebook signing system. They don't have a CRM at all. They're using Facebook as their CRM. They use Facebook as CRM. There are plenty of people here selling you goods, every single, like from shoes to socks, to clothing, to watches, to cars, on the Facebook marketplace. And there's also another package here called Alex, which is another website, very popular for people to offer services and selling goods and products. And all of them, they end back using Messenger and Facebook as CRM. So there is no retargeting. There is nothing of the complexity we have. Mm -hmm. However, you have on the ground somebody at a very low cost who can do the one-on-one -on -one communication via phone. Fascinating. Yeah, so these are the different dynamics, which I hope I'm helping out or like re revealing some differentiation between the market. You got your point. The market here needs lots of the service which we have overseas. Like I proven by having, by being a, like a mimicking a thought leader and try to sell some of these packages here, there is a, a large market for it here. You need to customize it in, in local language and sometimes in local dialect, but which is another thing we can talk about. However, there's a good fraction of people here. They, they very well understand English and they would rather communicate in English. And there are people actually will come to you and say, you know what, I have been in American school, British school all my life, and I cannot even get knowledge in Arabic. So there's a good, uh, a good fraction of people, like maybe few millions, more than the Canadians in Canada who speaks yeah. English and French and Germany. German, German language here is very popular more than French and more than English. Okay. So when you approach these people, you have to use a dynamic which I explained is you cannot depend on emails. You have to use something that he used. They, I was meeting one fellow three days ago because he stays on Facebook between 12 to 18 hours daily on Facebook. And he got back on not able to study or perform any work for the last three months. And I saw him in one of the groups and I asked him to come over to my office and we sat together. And because I was curious to understand like how you sleep in this kind of longevity over Facebook. And I found that him and all of his friends are always on Facebook and they go through groups and the Facebook groups here are massive, millions of millions of millions. We were also watching a game for Liverpool on, face, on one of the Facebook group and there was like 26,000 simultaneous viewer watching the game, which is actually, you can call it like blackmailed or like 
under the table yeah. broadcast. But you imagine you have a group and is is putting live shows for soccer, which you which you call it football, you call it soccer for local, and you have like between twelve thousand to twenty six twenty eight simultaneous viewers, and this particular broadcaster will stop and do their own advertisement. Like, you'll be shocked. Like, the guy will, suddenly you see the screen will go somewhere and then he will start talking about something else. When, when people want to come into these markets, how receptive are, are these other markets? Because you've worked in a number of different markets. How receptive are they to people from other countries coming in? If they understand, if there's not the language barrier, how receptive are they to receiving information or services from people from another country like the United States or Canada? I would tell you they are extremely highly looking forward to get this kind of information from these sources because the fabric of these countries, and I can pick up like Saudi Arabia, like we did the 2011-12, we, we worked with initiative over there for like entrepreneurship. And we realized that the social fabric don't accept local production. Interesting. Like if you come to, like you come here and say, I have made in Egypt or made in Saudi or made in whatever local country product. If it's not date, if it's not like olive, if it's not like olive oil, they wouldn't accept it. If you do websites, they will ask to be from Europe or from US. So they have a, a better pers perception or higher perspective into whatever will come from US from yeah. Canada, from Germany, from specific nations. They appreciate them more from France. And because of that, you can mark your price. Like I worked with a group here who are selling products for youth education, like grade four to like grade like nine or so. And this is a program in Canada for how to write software. And I was doing their marketing, not campaign, but like brainstorming and putting yeah. the plans. And you'll be surprised that people do not understand the language. They appreciate this particular content because it has a Canadian labels on it. To be honest with you, like back in 2008, I used to send from Canada, from my other companies in technology, people with golden hair and green blue eyes <laughs> to speak exclusive English and exclusive French. And then having a translator interpreter in the room and I could not make it myself. Who can I speak the three languages? Because they will not trust me. This is how it works here. If you have the right brand, if you have the right nation coming for the right origin, they will be more receptive to what you will say. They will pay the high price for it. Well, hey, you know what? I think we're reaching the end of the, the length of time that we have. But I think this is a great note to end on. I think there's a, there's a great opportunity for folks that have been doing things in the United States and Canada, because that's where they're from, to expand into these other countries, enhance the knowledge base of those other countries, serve those other countries. And, you know, for somebody that is looking to do some of that, I'd really recommend that you connect with Wael, because he's got that understanding and knowledge in kind of the home court advantage, so to speak. So obviously, you are different than everybody else in your area because you've got this crossover of all the different cultures, but what's the best way for people to reach out to you if they've got questions or they want to talk to you about entering into some of these emerging markets or utilizing the you know, machine learning, artificial intelligence work that you're doing? They can connect with me through my email, which is badawi, B-A-D-A-W-I at winyourbrand.com. 
or they can look up my name, Wael Badawi, W-A-E-L-B-A-D-A-W-Y, on Google, and they will find my contact there. So, and as I can Instagram tell you, like, Facebook, obviously. Yeah, I'm I'm on all I'm on the all 152 social media. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I can tell you, like, people here look at me as a stranger because I used to be a professor with patents and with papers and what have you. And then I had all of this marketing, whatever you can talk about on the other end. So when I go back to the university and they, they try to do something different, like it changed, like doing orientation for the students, I run it as a business style. So people don't really see me like a complete different animals on both sides. You know, like with yeah. you guys, I'm a professor. With them, I'm not a professor. So it's like I'm dancing on the stairs. Hey, it's been great. It's, uh, it's been great to get to know you a little bit better and also to hear your unique perspective because it's not a common one. You know, there's, usually people are just isolated to what they know and you've been able to step across the boundaries, so to speak. And uh, we appreciate you bringing your unique perspective to the world and, and business and marketing and just how you can serve people in other countries and, and be a blessing to them at the same time. Sure. Thank you for having me and uh, enjoying enjoy it. And it's always one o'clock on my time here, which is like four yeah, o'clock. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much.